What's going on, Bishas? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast 2613. It's Sunday, July the 2nd, and that means it is Ask Papa Swolio Live. So we're going to be taking lots of questions today. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode. A reminder for this weekend only, we got a few fucking specials going on. You don't want to miss out. If you're ready to join the Swole fam today, wait no further. Jump on the best deals of the year to celebrate the birthday of America, baby. Go to swarmsx.com slash USA to save big on SwarmSX memberships. I'll surprise you. Go over there. Join the fam today. SwarmsX.com slash USA. Also, if you want to cover your nips with the best merch in the game, don't wait on these offers. For this weekend only, you can save 20% off site-wide. That's everything over there at papaswilliam.com. Just head on over there, and the discount is applied at checkout automatically for you. Save 20% off site-wide, papaswilliam.com. Now, on to the show. It's the Sunday Funday Q and anus, 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 anus. The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Coming in hot. Oh, this looks juicy. There's a lot going on here. I'm seeing stars. Hit Nico Cotto. My nipples. Looks like Hess Hornaday. I'm fucking proud of myself. Might want to get your thyroid checked. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 26 hundo and trece of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleaze cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you as powered as sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you be. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, it's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. It's the fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. All right, what is going on? Welcome to the show. It is the Red Wine Soul Sunday Funday Q&A and what better of a time to celebrate today than the birthday of this great country. Let's uh, let's get a little America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's America's birthday weekend. 
Spank you very much. And of course, today we're just taking questions. So you can start dropping your questions in the comments down below. Hashtag ask Papa Swolio, and we will get to them. But first, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel and all that good stuff. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple podcast. Hit those thumbs up. And of course, drop in the comments. Would you smash today? We got a couple announcements before we get into uh, some questions. If you are a member and this is for members only, Make sure you go and check out Friday's overtime segment. Brand new driving while gaining uncensored grimace squeezed one out and inconceivable. My goodness. Did he ever make sure you go and check out that drive while gaining it's available in swole TV. It's going to be, it's going to be a bumpy ride for you. If you haven't watched it yet, it's a very exciting, very exciting time. Brand new drive while gainings every single week. And also over there at the, apparel site papaswolio.com 4th of July special you or most of you are members if you're not a member you get to enjoy member perks this weekend only to celebrate America baby get 20% off everything on papaswolio.com and the discounts automatically applied at checkout just add whatever you want to your cart and save big cover your nips with the greatest merch in the realm papaswolio.com jump on that shit now that being said Let's get into today's episode. Let's summon the Falcon. We got a great card. A lot of you know what that is. Drop that hashtag in the comments down below and you can start dropping your questions because that's what we're doing today. It's going to be fucking lit. Look at it. It is wonderful. It is absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Hashtag make America swole. And we have those new designs over there on papasolio.com. So make sure you get that brand new. I love that. Just the straight make America swole. We have the statue of Swolberty. We have a lot of cool stuff over there. New drops. Check the new releases. Fourth of July collections, all that stuff. Hashtag Moss, M-A-S, Make America Swole. We'll give away that Swole car at the end of today's episode. Now let's get into some questions. If you have questions, I have answers. I will try to have answers. I'll do my best and uh, we'll get into it. All right, let's get into a couple. Let's get into a call first. Let's kick it off. If you want to call into the show, go to askpapasolio.com. You could do so 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You could do it twice in one day. Call in, leave a message, and ask your question. And you have a minute to leave your question. If you can't ask your question in a minute, you haven't thought about your question well enough. So take a moment, think about what you want to ask and what you want to say, and 
call in and we'd be happy to listen to your call and answer your question. So if you can't catch a live stream, it's a great way to get on the show and get your question answered. You can listen to the podcast later on. So let's take the first call today from, ooh, Brenda's back in the house. BJ, <laughs> Brenda Jean, BJ. Here we go. Hi, Bob and Swilio. It's Hello. Brenda Jean. My question for you today is about aluminum foil. I'm slowly getting rid of the plastic in my house. Every time there's something in plastic, I throw it out. I'm investing in glass bowls uh, with covers. But what about aluminum foil? Is it okay to wrap anything in aluminum foil? Are there any, you know, estrogen type of, you know, or other products that could be, you know, poisonous to my body? Should I avoid aluminum foil? Is it okay to use it? Or are there brands that um, are better than others? Thanks in advance for the answer to your question. And I'm going to go look at your uh, Amazon store for glass bowls and storage things. Thank you. Bye. Awesome, Brenda. Good question. Uh, I don't use aluminum foil. I think a bigger issue is, of course, heating it. You know, when people wrap sweet potatoes or do anything in aluminum foil and you're heating it up, that's eh, no good. You really don't have to use that. I'm not an expert, 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 expert cook myself. I cook specific things, but in terms of making potatoes, some people wrap those things. I don't. You don't need to if you just bake them. I don't wrap anything. I don't wrap anything in aluminum foil. I have no need for aluminum foil. I don't know if they're on the Amazon store. They might be, but I just get glass bowls and they have bamboo lids. So that's what I use. So it really depends on what you need. If you need something to close and snap shut, you don't really need, I mean, it depends on how well you want to seal it. But if something snaps shut, I don't know what you're doing with that container, like slapping it around, shaking it around, but the bamboo tops work great. But yeah, I don't use aluminum foil. You're asking me, are there things on it? Uh, probably. I would want to heat up any kind of metal or whatever it's made out of, you know, whatever the actual structure is. Um, anytime you heat something up, you add energy to the system, you're going to get reactions. You're going to get reactions to what extent I couldn't tell you, but I don't use it and I wouldn't. So, uh, if that's not, that's an answer. And, and you know what, here's a, there's a good, you could actually look it up. I mean, in Google, and I appreciate you asking me the question, but I don't have, Oh, this is what specifically it does. This is what's exactly bad about it. It just logically makes sense to avoid that shit. So what we have to stop doing as a country and as a society and as a culture is, oh, let's just put everything in our bodies. And then if we find out in 20 or 30 or 40 years, that's not good. Oh, no. Now we won't do that anymore. Why don't we make sure things are safe? Err on the side of caution. Hey, is it good for me to heat my food up to four or 500 degrees with metal around it? I wonder if that's a good idea. Probably not. Probably fucking not. So let's uh, err on the side of caution. There's really no need for it. Good question. Good question. If anyone has any more specific answers, but yeah, I, I don't use that. For those reasons, just not necessary and why risk it? But in terms of the actual, what's actually going on or if there's actually any research or studies on it, not sure. It just makes sense to not that kind of shit. P Freakable. 
Hey, Papa, I'm wondering what, thank you for the call, Brenda, and feel free to call back in if that didn't answer your question or if you want to follow up with anything. Hey, Papa, I am wondering what your goals and plans are right now. Do an amazing man cast, like in terms of fitness, lifestyle, business, maybe more dogs. No, no more dogs. No more dogs. Maybe a little human. Maybe a little human in terms of the business. It's uh, a lot, you know, more of the same. We have a lot of things that we're thinking of long term, but it's really about staying dynamic and improving all the things that we already have. A lot of times people try to, when it comes to business, when it comes to anything, people bounce from one thing to the next. They need the novelty all the time. When in reality, you need to get perspective, take a deep breath in and make sure what you're currently doing is to the best of the, of its ability. And what can we simplify? What can we amplify? What can we perfect in terms of removing things that we're not, that's taking energy away, um, Sometimes it's easy to get sidetracked and get distracted by doing too many things at one time. So it's always good to take some perspective and, okay, this is not a good use of energy. There's more important things to do. Let's work on this a little bit more. Let's improve this rather than add something else. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of the business, I don't talk much about plans uh, publicly, but we are working on more things and uh, just in the process, chipping away. And making sick fucking gains and making the Swole fam the greatest fam in Zahrelm, uh, even more the greatest fam in Zahrelm, because they're the greatest fam in Zahrelm. So we just have to fucking, you know, micro inch it up a little bit more, like another yeah, little ounce of awesomeness. It's hard. It's hard to make it more awesome, but we're trying. Uh, in terms of fitness, my goals and plans right now, um, <laughs> continue to, get, to continue to get to the bane of Mama Solio's existence continue to get more equipment, more good shit. I got another piece today. I don't know. Some of you probably aren't shocked, but I just added this really cool piece and I'm planning on getting maybe something else. We'll see. We'll see. Real estate in the gym area is getting a little bit expensive. Going to have to start expanding, but I got a cool, uh, overhead triceps with a bar. It's this old school, overhead triceps extension. I'll have to show you guys a video of it. It's fucking cool. It feels awesome. No elbow pain. It's great. It's an overhead extension, but a bar you step on the foot support and it pulls the bar up. And so in terms of fitness, training hard, keeping the intensity high, improving strength and keep on doing what I'm, what, what I'm doing. I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now in terms of training and fitness, but definitely not more dogs that I can be sure. No more dogs. Carson, Papa Solio, every night I go to bed feeling almost dehydrated despite drinking over 125 ounces of water and having electrolytes in the evening. I feel fine throughout the rest of the day. Can add clarity if I... Feeling almost dehydrated. Uh, what time are you going to sleep? I wonder if... Are you drinking purified water or filtered water? Sometimes you might feel dehydrated. Um, feeling dehydrated doesn't mean you are i don't know what that means like you're you have dry mouth or what does feeling dehydrated mean to you because remember your feelings don't necessarily if you're used to drinking water late at night or if you're used to drinking water all day long remember your body just gets used to drinking water so if it's about you know the dryness in your mouth you're just used to having water all the time so the fact that you don't your body's like hey we're supposed to have water it's just used to drinking all the time so I know what you mean, but you can tell by when you go to the bathroom, if you're peeing, if you're really 
dehydrate. Your pee will be really yellow and dark yellow. So I'm just curious what you mean. The feeling of being almost dehydrated. You're definitely, you're obviously not dehydrated. So that feeling is maybe misinterpreted. But follow up in the comments if you have anything else to add. Let's take a call, another call from Emmanuel. Again, go to askpapasolio.com if you want to call into the show. Emmanuel, you're on the sleeves cast. Hey, um, I would go to the gimnasio, but like, I'm too tired to do that. You know what I mean? Shut up, bitch. Oh my God. Shut up, bitch. All right. Good question. That wasn't even a question. That was a stupid fucking comment. But thanks for calling in and letting everyone know that you're a little bitch. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, let's see, Matthew, one of the first type of tricep machines I used year ago, years ago, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's a Paramount. It's an old school Paramount one. So it has like the little foot pedal and it lifts up the, the easy curl bar. Oh, it's so smooth. It's so smooth. I was shocked at how you don't feel it on the joints at all. It's a really nice angle. You like kind of push it a little bit overhead, but a little bit in front. It's great. And this one fits perfectly because it's got some rust. It's got some character on it. And the stack is so much heavier than I need. It was shockingly heavy. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah, it's an awesome one. I'll have to post up a, I'll have to post a picture in the Telegram chat so other people, some of, some of you might have no, you might recognize it. Sometimes like small hotel gyms or things might have this type of equipment. And that's the thing. The piece of equipment kind of looks like like a cheaper, it, it, it kind of looks like one of those, you know, there's home equipment when it comes to gym equipment that have weight stacks and stuff, but it's home grade. So there's home grade, then there's commercial grade equipment, which is obviously more heavy duty. It's going to be used in a big gym that needs, you know, people are going to pile on weight and abuse it. So it's made with stronger materials. So you have home gym level, then you have higher end stuff. So this piece of equipment kind of has the feel and the look of like a lower end home type piece of equipment, but it's not, it's fucking awesome. It's a sleeper. It looks like, yeah, it's cool. Love, love the, the classics. That's one thing when it comes to fitness equipment, the old stuff is so much better. All right. Space shuttle door gunner, Papa, when building habits, what are some steps you take to build up, execute and sustain those new habits? Oh, great question. If you have not yet, rather than answer the question, and I would just go read the book Atomic Habits. That's a great book to read. If you haven't, it's going to blow your nips off. You're going to love it. It's going to answer all those questions. It's a great place to start. Bottom line, atomic, not meaning nuclear, atomic habits is micro. So atomic habits meaning small habits. So he goes through the process of explaining the reward system that you can implement and how you can stack small habits together to create that consistency. Really what you want to do is you want to make the habits that you want to create unavoidable. You want to almost trip over these new habits that you want to invest in, that you want to execute. And the habits that are bad for you, that you want to remove, you need to make them very challenging to execute. You need to make anything that you might be more likely to do 
For example, if you're using social media all the time, you need to make sure your phone is in X position. You need to make sure you delete the apps from your phone. You need to make it harder and more steps in order to fall back into those bad habits because it's not just the process of starting a new habit. And now a lot of people just think that it's doing a new habit, you know, just doing a new habit. It's just like, yeah, let me do something different. You not only have to, it's not about doing something new that you want to do. It's about undoing the shit that you don't want to do. So you have, again, it's like unlearning and relearning and the micro, um, the atomic aspect of the atomic habits is really, if you want to meditate every day, don't try to set yourself up to meditate 30 minutes a day. You're not going to stick to it. You might do it for a day or two and then you're going to fall off because it's too much of a, a threshold to overcome. You're better off setting a, a habit for doing it five minutes a day or one minute a day, because once you set the habit and the system and you get that momentum doing that for just a minute, it's easy to expand that to two minutes, to three minutes, to five minutes. So great. It's a great book. And why, uh, why go anywhere than a great place that will, that has laid it all out for you. So go check out that book, Atomic Habits, James Clear, or is that a different book? Yeah, I think it's James Clear. Might be wrong, but maybe it is. All right. Let's see. Uh, Pepo, Papa Swolio. I can't find a good answer exercise with barbell. And yes, Morgan, I do read questions off of the Telegram. I check now and again. So ask away. All right. I'm too clumsy for doing abdominal exercise on the floor. A good exercise with barbell for abdomen. Barbell like a bar? Uh, can't do any stupid plank or twists. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand the question. You can't find a good exercise with barbell for abdomen and you're too clumsy for doing abdominal exercise on the floor. Can't do any stupid plank or twists. You're too clumsy to do a plank. You're literally not moving. So I'm confused. You can do things with a barbell, like a landmine stuff. The twisting stuff is great. If you want to work abs, you need to get extension and flexion of the spine. So if you're doing hanging leg raises or something, you need to round the spine and tuck your pelvis upwards to get that round. If you're doing abdominal crunches, use a ball, use a stability ball, or use a curved surface that you can stretch back and get that extension for your spine and for your rectus abdominis. Remember, there's there's stabilizer muscles and there's movement muscles. So you have core stabilizers, but then you have core movement muscles. Okay. All right, let's see. Rihanna. Hey, Papa Solio. Thinking between Swole Mastery week three and four, doing or three or three day awareness for my travel. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Either doing Swole Mastery week three and four, or uh, three-day awareness for my travel later this month, which would be better in a smaller space. Uh, I would go through them and see, because I don't know what space you need and what you what would what you would be attracted to more. I would go through it and see what you have available, and then look, and then if like, hey, I could do both of these things. Where are you at psychologically? What will you look forward to executing more. If you haven't done Swole Mastery week three and th week four yet, or you really liked it, 
you're more likely going to look forward to and execute it. Or if you've been doing Swole Mastery for a while, for example, three-day awareness might be a nice mix-up and it'll be stimulating. So you'd have to go through and see which ones would be more accessible to what you're doing and where you're going to be and uh, where your mind's at and where your programming is at right now. It's a good question. I just can't answer that for you without more. Uh, Amelia from the... Let's see here. <clears throat> Let me see if I can bring that up on the screen. Uh, we got, let's see, Amelia question. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Make sure it doesn't get scrolled. Uh, Amelia, Papa Swole, I've mentioned, as I mentioned before, my son has been training with me and he wants to buy some clubs. <laughs> God, your son is amazing, by the way. Good taste. How would you recommend, how do you recommend he chooses his weight? I would like to know for myself as well. He's kind of going overboard with his list. He wants to buy. We're at 500. I would like to start less. I understand if it helps. He's 18 and recently out of a wheelchair. He's getting stronger and can curl 25 pounds and pull 65 on the row. Okay. Well, weight is relative depending on what machine it is. 65 on the row. Is that free weight? Is that machine real weight versus pulley weight? They're all different. Anyway, um, we're at 500. What are you talking about? Amelia? That's my, I don't know what clubs you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. He's just kind of out of a wheelchair, which means he's hasn't been doing much activity at all. He has to start very, very extremely light. Yeah. But the cable row, 65 pounds, anyone that trains knows that 65 pounds on one cable row is not the same as 65 on another. Every pulley system translates into how much real weight. So just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying there, every machine is different when it comes to 65. Sometimes, you know, 65 on one machine is heavy and another one, it's like lifting air. So anyway, I, I don't know what clubs you're talking about. Whatever you're choosing, it needs to be very, very light. If you're talking about wood clubs, it's a whole different flow. Wood clubs. So for example, if you go on Amazon, you're going to find the four or five pound clubs are tiny little steel clubs. If you're talking about wood clubs, you want to go very, very light. Depends on what you have in your cart. Like if you're doing Indian clubs, you need to start very, very light. We're talking like one pound clubs. It sounds like it's light, but they're long because they're made out of wood. They're not dense. Uh, the ones that I swing. I, I, so Amelia, you're saying the ones that I swing, which I, I have. I have so many fucking clubs. <laughs> so which ones do I swing? All right, he wants Indian clubs. Do you know which ones those are? Those are the ones that are like teardrop, the shorter ones. And there's the big Persian meals. There's the Indian jewelries. There's the mudgars. There's, there's a lot. I have so many fucking clubs. No, I, I just can't go into all the details right now because we're on the live stream. So you can share some pictures of what you're looking at. Also, if you're on that site, Body Mind Fit, you can also send an email to Peter and... He would be able to direct you exactly to where would be a good place to start as well. If you're talking about those wooden clubs from Body Mind Fit, I think it is. Or is it Body Fit? Is Body Mind hyphen fit? I, I just, there's a hyphen there. At least there's no underscore. At least there's no underscore. Yeah, you're welcome. So you could do that too. I mean, I, I appreciate you asking my position, but any anytime... Um, A club masterclass might be a hit. Have you gone to the masterclass section, Matt? 
We have club masterclasses. We have club programs. So we got all that. But you just need to go very light. It's always lighter than you think. But in terms of that's literally, that's his. So he can definitely give you exactly. Because I don't know what you're referring to or what you have in your cart and stuff like that. Uh, Dylan, I see you have Papa Soul. I see you have the old ballet Vibrams in your videos. Oh, the classics, my favorite. Have you found somewhere to buy them or do you still have old ones? I have old ones, but I think you can find them. You could find them all over the place. I think they're on Amazon too or different places. Vibram Classics. They're the best ones. They're the best ones. I have a few pairs of them. I usually just pick up another one now and again. But they have them. I don't think they've stopped. Have you Googled it? Googled it? All right. Let's see. Good questions. Okay, let's get a couple. Witch Finder. Papa Soy, I want to bulk, but I'm afraid of the fat gain. Any advice how to, like, look past it? Look past the fat gain? Well, you don't have to gain fat. You need to eat quality food, and you need to eat around maintenance or slightly above and train really hard to build muscle. You don't have to put on a lot of fat. That's why you shouldn't be doing a dirty bulk. You should be eating quality food and then making sure that you're satisfying your needs with sufficient protein and fat and carbs. Very general question. I'm not going to go too much into those types of things, but don't do a dirty, don't do an excessive caloric intake. Uh, KL1978, get lean or build mass. Which should come first? Build mass. These questions, I mean, build mass. Enough of the mass shit. This is, we're doing the Lord's work here because we have to get rid of this mindset that I'm fat. Should I get lean or build mass? Well, you can't get lean. There's nothing to get lean to. You need to build muscle. So forget the build mass because when people say build mass, they just mean weight. They just mean looking fat. A lot of people are like, have you seen these pictures of people measuring like, yeah, I gained, you know, look, my arm's an inch bigger. You have another, you have, you have, you have more fat on your arm. People think that they just gain muscle like that. No, you're pushing the fat further out and you can have a lot of fat on your arm that doesn't change maybe the way it looks definition wise as much as you think. So anyway, it's not about building mass. It's about building muscle, change that. Give yourself a couple more vowels and consonants there. Muscle, not mass, muscle. You build muscle, and if you're obese, guess what's going to happen? You're new to training, the stimulus, you're going to build some muscle and you're going to lose fat. Over time, you're going to cut down on those excessive energy stores. If you're focused on building muscle and you're eating quality foods and you're eating around a maintenance to like a slight deficit. You don't need a crazy deficit. You don't need a thousand cal. Come on, like a thousand calorie deficit. If you're training hard, lifting heavy weights and stuff like that, you can't survive 1500 calories. No, eat some fucking food, lift weights, lift heavy. You're gonna be able to eat more food and eat more quality protein and be satisfied and still lose fat. You can build muscle and lose fat, especially if you have a lot of extra fat to lose. Your body will adapt to your environment. 
Connor Breza, Papa Sulio, best way to do a deload week after six weeks of gym, six days a week. Yeah. Get a better program that doesn't burn you out and you don't need a deload a week. Let's get America. How about that? Fuck yeah! uh, six days a week of gym, like six days in a week of lifting heavy weights. One, you're not training intensely enough. And then you're just beat. You're, just, you're not. You're not training hard enough. If you're training hard enough six days a week, you're taking a lot of sauce and you're recovering really fast, but you're wiped out. If you have better programming with more active recovery and more rest periods between subsequent intense training sessions, you don't need to deload. You don't need to deload. So the best way to do a deload week, do some yoga. If you're lifting weights, do a couple total body, very light, but again, you're going to come back into it rusty. A week is probably not enough. If you're doing six weeks, a month and a half of lifting six days a week, one fucking day off intense training. So you have to ask yourself if you're recovering or barely recovering or are you training intensely enough? The answer is no, in my opinion, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to go and lift weights six days a week. I don't know what six weeks of gym means. I don't know what he's doing. But you say the best way, I would say the best way is probably changing whatever programming you're doing, in my opinion. That's my take on it. Lifting six days in the gym, it's... You're, there's not enough recovery and repair. If you're lifting weights on those six days, there's not enough recovery and repair if you're training intensely enough. So that means that by definition, you're not training intensely enough. I can't lift through six fucking days a week. I probably lift three, maybe. In my cycle, I'm not even doing that in a week. I usually cycle every nine or 12 days. I'll do like a four-day cycle, four-day routine split. I'll train heavy intensely, and there's usually a day or two between. I'll do other stuff, but I'm not lifting intensely. Oof, fuck that shit. I feel so much better. My brain, my performance, everything's been better. And my brain, psychologically, I feel so much better. More active recovery or more time off from uh, high intensity training. And my strength has been going up. It's been fantastic. Carson, I'm already a member, so I don't need a new program. Was thinking of hiring a coach for form though. Any thoughts on making sure a trainer coach is top notch? (sighs) (sighs) Any thoughts? Um, Yeah. I mean, they are or they aren't. Get some feedback, maybe someone local that... I mean, it's usually pretty easy to see if someone knows what they're doing. Some trainers will be very open to giving you clients that you can contact and that can give you some reviews or some feedback. Maybe try a couple you know, people around see if there's any recommendations. It's hard for me to say like, oh, because if you don't know what you're looking for or you don't know everything that, like if you, it, because if, if you want to know exactly if someone knows what they're talking about, you need to know what you're talking about. And if you know what they're doing, then why don't you just do it yourself? So it's like, I understand the the conundrum that you're in. Yeah. Did you say if you want, if you want a form check post up in the group, like take a video of yourself and then 
we will definitely give you feedback on your form. But if there are trainers at your gym, you could also get a, a trial session or watch them. I would observe the trainers or the clients and, and see how they interact with their clients. But if you want form checks, and this is for anyone, make sure you post up in the Swolfam Telegram chat and post up the group. It could be something that I think it's great in the Swolfam because everyone's there. I don't want to make too many chats. I don't want to make too many different sections and groups where people are just posting stuff and you don't know where to go. But it could be something that we do in a separate Telegram chat. But you can just post up in the te- in the Swolfam Telegram chat because I like more eyes in one spot. That way people can more likely to see it. Okay, Peppo, Papa, the, the deadlifts, does it benefit the abdominal muscles? In what sense? Stabilizers. Yeah, I mean, when you're lifting weights, you're usually working most body parts depending on the exercise, especially if it's something where it's a total body movement like a deadlift. Um, ice cream or steak for bulking? Asking for, for Joe Biden. Come on, man. Uh, obviously, there was an ice cream. I knew the guy. The guy invented ice cream cones. The cones for the ice cream. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to say anything like a with certification. So Lacey says certifications mean nothing for most. I'm not saying there isn't knowledge to be gained, but I think most certs are easy to get. That's why I don't want to say, oh, make sure they have a certification. It doesn't mean they know what the fuck they're talking about. That's that that's unfortunate, but there are a lot of medical doctors that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So same thing with certifications. Here's what I would say. If you're looking for something on form, it depends on the, I mean, not everyone knows it, it depends on what context for form, but you might want to look into something like a, like a strength coach or someone that's qualified in like Olympic lifting or something or power lifting. If you want to learn how to, you know, bench pressing properly, or you might want a more specific form correction. I'm not sure what you're looking for in terms of what form exactly. I would start by posting up videos, record yourself because what's important about recording yourself is you can check yourself and you can do that. You're going to be with yourself more training than with any trainer as well. And then you have something to compare your form to when you move forward. Cause here's the thing with form. Sometimes it feels like you're doing something. You think you're in the position and you're, you envision that feeling that you're, you know, it doesn't necessarily translate that into reality. You might feel like you're rounding your back enough, but you're not. Uh, we got a question here. Ooh, we got an, we got an essay from Morgan. All right, Morgan. Hello. New to the swole family. Welcome Morgan. Thanks for the question. My question is more of a moral question. Oh boy. Morality. I am a chef in both savory and sweets, but more in baking before I wouldn't mind. But now that I'm trying to change my lifestyle and mindset with food, 
Now all I see is the high sugar and fat amount in my baked sweet goods, especially when I'm asked to make cakes. I know they're paying me. I'm giving a service and people make their own choices, but I feel like I'm contributing to the obesity problem. I'm switching to the savory side and working on my grilling, but I enjoy the process of baking. I enjoy the process more than actually eating of the product and the actual eating of the product, but then a bunch of baked goods would be in my house and go to waste. What would be your advice? Does the high quality of ingredients outweigh uh, the amount of sugar and fat? Example, instead of using butter, use grass-fed butter. Well, that's a good start. I'm personally not a fan of, great question. I'm personally not a fan of almond flours and coconut flours and all this kind of stuff because a lot of these things when they're isolated when they're removed when they're processed and ultra processed they still absorb and impact blood sugar and impact the body in similar ways so just because it's made from coconut or almond which is not a good thing uh, doesn't mean that it's just air like oh i'm eating this and it's guilt-free and it doesn't impact my body you know your anything that goes in your mouth at your body anything that goes in your mouth Anything that goes in your mouth is getting dealt with. And I know that sounds silly, but I think we have to realize that again. So any kind of liquid, Gatorade, sugar, something, anything you're putting in your mouth is getting absorbed, is getting processed. You chew and swallow something. Your body has to fucking deal with it. It has to figure it out. It has to break it down so it could send it through your body, whether it's going to go out your piss hole, it's going to go out your asshole, it's going to get digested, absorbed through your intestines. Like your body is going to have to figure it out. So when you eat something, it, in my opinion, take care of yourself and make sure that you're putting in things that will make your body be like, ah, this is great. Oh, I can deal with this. Oh, I, that's that I can do, you know, give your body things that it can handle. Yeah. Dicks too, Matt. Dicks too. So, um, in terms of morality, I know this is less of a question and this is more of you voicing and putting things out there and organizing your thoughts, in my opinion, just because I can't answer this question for you. I think you know the answer. You're just kind of like, Ugh. you feel guilty for making things that are, yeah. Of course, you're engaging in a free, you know, a free exchange. Someone is desiring that service and you're providing that service. So I wouldn't feel guilty in that sense. But at the same time, do you, are you passionate and do you really believe in what you're doing? It seems like fundamentally you are, you don't believe in what you're creating in the, in the same way. So do you like it for the creativity? Do you like it for the art? Do you like it for making someone smile? Do you like, you know, cause there's a lot of things that you can make and that you can cook that's much healthier that would actually benefit people in, in, in many more ways. So Cerny's asking, do you eat what you cook? Um, well, well, she said that I enjoy the process of baking. I enjoy the process more than the actual eating. Um, but if I'm making that stuff and I enjoy making it, then a bunch of baked goods would just be in my house and go to waste. So you're not eating it. The thing is you have to test these things, right? You can't just cook shit and not know how it tastes. Like as a chef, that's one of the issues is that you have to taste it and know that it, that it's good. So you're eating this stuff. Um, you're asking me what my advice would be. I'm not the one that's cooking. I'm not the one that's doing that. So 
What do you want to do? I mean, my advice, you want my advice? I don't think you want my advice on this one. I think you just wanted some reinforcement and some confirmation on your, the decision that you've kind of already made, but you're kind of one foot still in. Just change what you cook and change what you make. I mean, Rhinestone Cowboy says, this is a fascinating question taken to other jobs. Should a bartender feel guilty as well? They might. Either they do or they don't. I mean, feeling guilty is different. You know, how they feel. You know, should a guard, should, should someone feel guilty? I don't think anyone should feel anything. Like, I mean, in, in terms of should feel. I mean, a bartender is definitely contributing, but then you can justify, well, people are enjoying and smiling and laughing. It's like, well, it's objectively not good for their health, but then does the, you know, the social aspect and stuff like that outweigh the alcohol? Of course, you can take alcohol to extremes. You could take a lot of things to extremes. Some things are more detrimental when taken to extremes than other. So it just comes down to what you want to do. If you're feeling guilty, by contributing to the obesity problem. Well, let me tell you, if you're making cakes for people, you're not contributing to them being healthier objectively, but you're also not forcing cakes upon people. You enjoy doing the art. If they want to eat cake, they could also choose not to eat cake. You have business because people want that, that product. And that's what a business is. You're solving, you know, a problem. Someone has a problem and you're solving it. That's a business, right? Hey, I need a cake. Well, I can make a cake for you. Oh, I'll give you money for it. That is a business right there. That's an, that's a voluntary exchange. But if you're feeling guilt, I mean, but objectively look at what's happening, right? A lot of people make candies and stuff for kids and things like that. And they do it because they make people happy and taste good. And like, I look at that and that's, in my opinion, I look at that as part of the problem. You're giving kids candy and shit that they shouldn't be putting in their fucking mouths. Yeah, but people have been eating candy for years. and I don't care what people have been fucking doing. Eat a piece of fruit. So people have been, so other people do things a certain way. So we have to keep on doing it because people have done that before. So you might have 10 people that bake. Nine people don't feel guilty about it. Well, then they're going to keep on doing it or cook or pastries or something you feel guilty about it well that's not good you don't believe in what you're doing that's what you're saying i think understandably so uh elizabeth says it's their choice to consume those products how important is it to you to make those things if it's bothering you do what you're doing which is switching to something else it sound, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like you already made the decision. You're just kind of putting the feeler out there like, I'm not being weird about this, am I? All right. The O'Gale Schmale. Jesus Christ. What the fuck kind of a screen name is this? I'm fasting. Can't eat meat. Matt Damon. I'm you can't eat meat or you're not eating meat because you're fasting. If you're fasting, that... Fasting means you're not eating anything. You keep using the word. 
I don't think it means what you think it means. I'm stuck at 65 kilograms, 17 years old. What should I eat? Oh, Jesus Christ. Check out our content, The Elimination Diet. Go to soulnormatex.com, check out the blog, learn about the elimination diet, learn what foods, proper foods are. What should I eat? You're a certain weight, you're 17, you're fasting, you can't eat meat, what should I eat? Come on, come on. Uh, Hoyt Meridian, Pop, I need to make habits for exercise. Yeah, eat some fucking steak. I can't eat meat. What do you mean you can't eat meat? You won't eat meat or you're fasting so you can't eat anything, including meat? Eat some fucking steak. God damn it, eat some fucking steak. Pop, I need to make habits for exercise. What can I do? Three kids and a wife. I am not getting enough time. Ah, well, good that you make time. You're not going to get anything. You're not going to get anything. So communicate with your wife, schedule, plan, and execute. You're not getting enough time. You're not making the time. People have time. Pedro's got like 19 fucking kids and he still does it. <sighs> pull out Pedro. Jesus Christ, pull out. Javiv. Punto cero siete. Papa Solio, would you give up lifting? <laughs> would you give up lifting to go to heaven? I live in Florida. I don't mind the fucking heat. I don't mind the fucking heat. I don't mind the heat, baby. Ketan Gautam, 01. Um, how to lose fat with exercise that I can also do at home so I can do it every day. Tom Lenchant, how heavy should be? It's like Shakespeare. How heavy should be? A steel club for a beginner? How heavy should it be? All right, Tom Lenchant. Lenchant. Tom Lenchant. Lenchant. He's French. How heavy should a steel club be for a beginner? Well, sounds like you identify as a male. So I would recommend no more than a five pound steel club. Uh, Eric Hernandez. 7824, should I track net carbs or just carbs? I don't give a fuck about tracking any of your shit. What I want to know, Eric, and I'll say this again, but these questions need to get answered too. I'm not just, like, if it's a silly question, because some people are coming to the podcast for the first time or asking a question. Some of these people, maybe English isn't their first language or they're like five, I don't know. And they just ask a question on Instagram stories when we post it. And they just came across my page. So they ask, that's why we got a lot of the same questions because a lot of people, that's the first question they ask, but you know, doesn't mean we're going to spend a lot of time on it, but something like this, should I track? I would want you to focus on food quality. I don't care what, I don't care how many carbs you're eating or the net carbs. I don't care about the number of grams and I don't care about, you know, the net net just means the impact carbs, right? You might have insoluble fiber and stuff. Bottom line, fiber doesn't get counted with net carbs or Bottom line, I want to know about the quality of the food. So I don't think you should be eating tons of carbohydrates anyway, but what is most paramount that most people don't even think about 
Everyone's going right to the calculator. Well, you still haven't solved the problem of you eating garbage. I'm not saying the calculator doesn't matter and the tracking. We always talk about that. Everyone's like, well, Papa Julio, you know, if you have a calorie deficit, oh, fuck your deficit, fuck your surplus, fuck your bullshit. Are you still eating horse manure and dog shit? Or are you actually eating quality food? Eat the quality food first. Get rid of all this inflammation and stop fighting against yourself. Get your shit in order so you're not literally punishing your body. And then you can count it. Then track it if you need to. A lot of people, most people just need to build some muscle by training hard and lose fat. Some people, more people need to lose that extra fucking fat from inflammation and bad habits versus bulking and building muscle. More people are too fucking fat than too skinny. But everyone needs to build muscle. Ah, he called his shit poo. <laughs> Chlorophyll? More like borophyll. Oh, Jesus Christ. Busy 30. BZZY 30. Should I do weed during workouts? <laughs> A fucking who? Happy birthday, America. God damn. God damn. That was straight on access. Boom. That noise gate was struggling. Hoo-wee. He's on fire. Crowned Forbes, Papa Soyo, a nine from Matthew Riley. <laughs> That's rigged. That's rigged. You know, that was a nine, five Lacey an eight, four. Listen to the standards of Lacey. She's like, I do better than that. In my sleep eight, four, a nine, one. See what I love about the, the swole fam is that they're standards. You know, you guys have standards, you know? you know there's always another level. There's always more to squeeze out of that lemon. Protein boar, a nine, protein boar. That fucking TikTok meme. Um, Elizabeth, a seven. Get the fuck out of here. You just want some attention. Bullshit. There's no way that was a seven. Loretta, that was lit a 10. Thank you. Fucking seven. Fuck your couch and your ottoman. Glenna Papaswolio, uh, we'll wrap up shortly. If you have any other questions, drop in the chat. Don't waste any time. Do it now. Do it now. Glenna, is it normal to feel a little lightheaded after a set of squats? Thank you. Yes. I mean, normal or is it reasonable? So I don't, I would say it's not, well, depends. Were you going to failure? Were you training hard? You know, you maybe not be breathing properly. There's a bunch of different reasons for it. Uh, maybe a tablespoon of honey before a workout is great. I don't know if you normally train after you've eaten a little bit of something. And sometimes this often happens when people aren't used to training first thing in the morning and they usually train in the afternoon or evening. And then they train first thing and they, their first workouts on empty stomach, they'll feel dizzy and lightheaded. That goes away pretty quickly. Um, so normal. It is because you're sending a lot of blood to your lower body and legs are a huge muscle group. So when you're doing squats, your body is flooding the quads, um, with, uh, with blood. So it's definitely reasonable when I say normal, it's like, well, yeah, you shouldn't be lightheaded all the, I mean, you might do squats to the point where you feel like passing out. So reasonable, I think is a better term. You don't want to be lightheaded all the time in your training. But reasonable is like, yeah, I've gotten lightheaded a lot from doing fucking leg workouts and shit. 
Uh, Glenna, it's reasonable. I was trained to failure. Oh yeah. So did you, I mean, I guess the question is, did you do anything out of the ordinary? And if you were going to, yeah, well, this is another reason why did you have a spotter? Did you have safety arms? What kind of squats was it? Was it free bar? This is why doing machines and stuff like that could be beneficial because you can go closer to failure and have safety when there's a risk, you know, cause you pass out, you don't want to pass out. Yeah, you can hold your breath. The Valsalva maneuver, you hold your breath, increase interthoracic and abdominal pressure, but you hold your breath, you can you know, breathe. Uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Oh, God. Mm. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? Uh, Crown Forbes, Papa Solio, what would be the most effective workout routine you could focus on consistently? Are you asking me like what I would do? Or what you should do? What? Remember, what are your goals? Your training program should your training program should reflect what you want the outcome to be. So people figure out what the fuck you want and then make sure your training leads you to that. So I don't know what you're asking me. There is no most effective workout routine. It depends on the individual. But people are more similar than different. You trying to build muscle? What are you trying to do? Jesus Christ. HTTP.alex underscore X. What the fuck is going on here, bro? That's not even a website. HTTP.alex underscore X. These fucking underscores. We're done. This is the last question. This is the last question. Matt Damon. What arm workouts can I do with arthritis and tennis elbow pain? Jesus Christ. You know, Lieutenant Dan skips leg day for a reason. This guy's like, what arm workouts can I do when I fucking just my arms just don't fucking move? <laughs> I'm not making fun of it, but it's funny. What arm workouts can I do? I broke my left elbow. I have arthritis in my right wrist, my tennis elbow fucking handle your shit. Okay. Alex, um, arthritis, a couple things. And this is the best after roasting you a little bit. I appreciate the question. I'm going to give you the best advice that you're not going to hear anyone else anywhere else or most other places. And it's going to be the most, the simplest, but the most difficult to actually execute depends on how bad you want it. Arthritis and any type of autoimmune issues, a lot of times can be improved with nutrition nutrition, mobility, and stuff like that takes time. Um, you might be able to improve the symptoms of those types of things uh, tremendously. Tennis elbow pain. I would recommend a bucket of rice and opening, closing, twisting your hands, uh, strengthening. You can look up exercise online for doing that. Uh, it, it's an excellent way to create balance in the muscles around your your elbow and your medial and lateral epicondylitis and the balance and strength in your wrists and forearms. Also, a Therabar is fantastic. They have them on Amazon. They're not expensive. It's great for uh, lateral epicondylitis. So it's great for... What is it? Which one's which? Uh, let's see. I think that's tennis elbow. I'm just getting confused. Golfer's elbow, I think, is on the inside. I think that's medial epicondylitis. And cold plunge could be cold plunge too. Cold plunge can be beneficial. But if you have arthritis and you have tennis elbow pain, that's not going to solve the issue. You have tennis elbow, you have 
tendonitis or tendinosis or whatever the fuck you want to call it because you have muscle imbalances and overuse injuries. The arthritis could be from overuse injuries. It could be from a previous injury that never got handled and limited mobility and inflammation from what you're consuming. It could be a few things. The severity of it might depend on how much you'll be improved by nutrition and lifestyle habits. All right. Alex ended the party. Okay, let's see. Cerny says, uh, stay away from inflammatory foods. Loretta says, arthritis, do an elimination diet, 100%. Good, thank you for that, Loretta. Uh, TCAP says, he's right, happened to me. They dramatically reduced. Awesome, glad to hear TCAP. TCAP's a poster child for making sick fucking gains and huge improvements from nutrition. All right, check your diet, make sure to stretch. Absolutely. Stop fucking beating it. Switch hands. Switch hands. Dude, you got to adapt with the times. Okay? If you're beating right-handed, you're going to have overuse over time. With the invention of technology, you go lefty. One hand for the mouse, then you go lefty. Then you have cell phones. Now you can go left to right. You can go ambidextrous. You can do double. You can just fucking bazooka it. You can do a bunch of things. Get creative. Change the stress. All right. Come on. Because Dickens. If you can't get in the box, think outside of it. Let's fucking go. Let's give away this fucking swole card. All right. You're not getting it, Alex. You're not getting it, you goddamn chode. Here we go. Falcon. Kick us off, fam. By the way, hold on a second before we give away this amazing swole card. Tomorrow is our accountability meeting. 12 noon Eastern time. Be there. Um, it's going to be sweet and uh, we'll have some new releases. We'll chill, have a cool, cool chat, private Q and a, uh, and we'll kick off the second half of the year in a big way. We got some new releases coming in the next week or so. Very excited. And uh, the second half is going to be absolutely epic. So let's, let's give this fucking shit away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have someone else do it. Have someone else beat you off. Hand job, hand job is the most overrated thing ever. It's like I, I can do it better. I can do it better. Let me do it. Let me do it. I don't need your. I don't need help. Uh, I can't. I can't get my mouth on it. It's like that's what you can do. I, it's like do something I can't do. Who not how? Right? Who not how? Like, come on, man. All right. I didn't land on shit. I don't know how the fuck I didn't land on anything. Did anyone type in this hashtag? What's going on here? I got shit to do. I need I need a steak. I'm running low. I'm starting to get cranky. We had great questions, then it went to absolute dog shit. Oh my god. Fucking down fucking under. Miss Annika Schoolanda. Good to see you again. Winner, winner. Australian spider dinner. Congratulations. Send us an email to support at swolnormous.com. Swole card. Uh, 2613, the subject, your mailing address, and the buy the email. Of course, the fucking Australian, the Aussie, gets the goddamn Make America Swole, and she's down there like, I just got back from the camps. It's a lovely time, lovely vacation down here. All those concentration camps that aren't going to be completed till like next year or the year after. They're still building them. They're getting them ready for the next one. 
All right, I'm just joking. Am I? Am I? Am I? Attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. I am. I am on fire. I'm on fire. If we stay here too much longer, who knows what is going to be said or what's going to happen. Thank you, Anna. I'm so glad to see you here in the chat and um, best wishes. Be safe down there. Fam, let's fucking close this nut down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Soundboard request. Let's go. We choose truth over fact. That got dark. That got out of hand fast. That really got out of hand. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. 12 noon Eastern time tomorrow, you sluts. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? There's Tiny Tuck, Typical Tuck, Total Tuck, and the Tyrannical Tuck. I like to caress Rusty Spoon. So why don't you make like a tree? Get out of here. start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. Thank you very much, fam. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. I give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. A fucking 10. Thank you so much, fam. All right. Uh, the knowledge cock is whew, whew, the torque. It's like, it's. Uh, I get it, ladies. I get it. Like, it's starting to, 
uh, it's starting to get to my lower back. I feel that by the end of the show. Uh, That's why I kind of try to keep it strapped up. Just, but the torque, it really is. It really is the torque. It really, it really comes down to the torque. The same thing with the clubs, you know, the longer they are, even if it's lighter, there's more torque. There's more whip. All right, fam. Well, so tomorrow, there we go. All right. uh, Tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time, accountability meeting. Be there. It's going to be awesome. Thanks for being here. We'll be back on Tuesday. Tainty Tuesday is July 4th. What the fuck? We'll do it earlier in the day because some of you are going to go and fireworks or whatever the fuck it is. Be safe. Don't forget July 4th is Tuesday. People are, this is the weekend for 4th of July weekend, but just understand everyone's just drinking all day. Just be, be careful, be safe. There's no reason to be out after nine or 10 o'clock at night. Just be safe, be smart. Don't be an asshole and don't be around other assholes that are making terrible choices. So be well out there and uh, enjoy America's birthday weekend. If you're off and you're usually working your ass off, get some good sleep, take care of yourself, eat some good food, make some sick gains, get some sun on your nips, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, or we'll talk tomorrow during the accountability meeting. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose, your boy Papa Swoleo. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom bapping. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they came left and they so mad.